You're listening to the Music Marketing Manifesto podcast, where you'll learn how you can use direct-to-fan marketing strategies to grow your fan base and generate income from your music with no record label, radio, airplay, touring, or press. And I'm your host, John Ojaka. All right, John Ojaka here, and thanks for tuning in to episode number 40 of the Music Marketing Manifesto podcast. Now, today I am coming at you guys from lockdown. We are in the middle of the COVID-19 global pandemic, and needless to say, this has been this has been a very uh, difficult and scary time for a lot of people, I think especially musicians. Musicians have been hit hard by this. We've lost our ability to connect with people, to, to perform live, our many, uh, if not all, of our revenue new sources have dried up it is it has been really really tough um and i I, before we dive into the episode i first just kind of want to say uh you know i hope you guys are are doing okay out there i've been at this for a decade now and a lot of you guys have have genuinely become friends you know people i've never met before uh but have known for years and communicated with for years and emails and comments and everything else that goes along with doing what i do um so and you're all spread out around the world so i know a lot of you are going through a lot right now i hope you're doing okay um you know my thoughts and prayers go out to all of you guys and uh you know uh, if there's ever anything i can do 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 get in touch all right so um at a time like this, it is natural that musicians are asking, what can I do? You know, my, my income has been impacted. Uh, I've got bills to pay. I've got perhaps a family to feed. What can I do right now? And educators in the music marketing space, such as myself, are all hitting the feeds, giving their best advice, their best strategies at, uh, at a, uh, for a time like this. And I wanted to do the same, but as I was hearing the advice that many were sharing, I don't, you know, I want to stress, I don't have any, I don't have any problems with any of the advice that I've been hearing. It's all good advice and you should go out and you should try just about everything that, that people are suggesting. But a lot of that advice was not necessarily what I would do if I needed to generate income quickly, you know, in an, in an emergency. Um, and so I put together a plan for an episode, but before I, I hit record and just started telling you what I would do because it's what's worked for me and it's what's worked for my clients, I wanted to take the temperature of, of the entire music community. I wanted to have real data to back this up because this is serious business. This is a serious time and I don't want to send you down a path unless I'm really confident it is the right path. So I sent out a survey to my list. Most of you listening to this probably got that email. We got about 600 uh, people who actually filled out uh, the survey, which is a pretty good sample size. We got that's a lot of data and it's a, it's it, it achieves a, a pretty reasonable amount of statistical significance. And uh, I basically just asked you guys, what have you tried? What has worked? What has generated how much income? And I broke it up. I, I actually sent out two surveys, one duplicate surveys, one to people who have gone through Music Marketing Manifesto uh, training and, and one to those of you who have not because I wanted to see how much training mattered you know was this was this uh were the results dramatically different if you had a little bit of marketing training versus if you hadn't so i sent out those surveys i got a lot of really great data and i'm going to share it with you on this uh episode i'm going to share it momentarily but in addition to that i'm also going to lay out my strategy for generating 
uh, cash in an emergency. What This is what I think is, and, and what I think the data also supports, uh, is the best way to generate a, a, a real, you know, a significant amount of money in a very short time. So I'm going to lay that out for you step by step and really nothing left out at all. I have also put together a video course on this, a sort of mini course. It's about an hour and a half long. It contains two videos, a bunch of email templates and uh, uh, website templates and a bunch of tools uh, so you guys can set up one of these promotions and so you can kind of watch over my shoulder and and get the complete A to Z if explaining it verbally maybe isn't enough. Um, or if perhaps some of those email templates, you know, come in handy for those of you who aren't comfortable writing, I put that all together in this mini course and I, I put it in the insider circle. The insider circle is my own private mastermind community. Uh, it's been around for about eight years now. Uh, every month I release a new training module and uh, I do weekly live coaching calls. Uh, we've got a mastermind forum and a bunch of, you know, a library of quick tip videos and things like that. But I, I didn't feel right about running an aggressive promotion right now or charging people a bunch of money right now. Uh, obviously, you I just laid out how impacted musicians are by this, and it didn't feel right sending another another bill your way at this time. So. It's basically, I'm going to make it available to anyone listening to this, any one of my subscribers, uh, more or less for free. I, uh, there is a small transaction fee every time somebody signs up. Uh, so I put a one dollar. Uh, that's the minimum I can do on my my shopping cart. Uh, I put a one dollar uh, fee on this, but that'll get you 30 days of access to the insider circle. And you can soak up not just this lesson, not just the the. Uh, the lesson that corresponds to this podcast um, and get all those email templates and website templates and everything else. Um, but you'll get, again, it's, I should have done the math before hitting record, but it's eight or nine years worth of training lessons. That's one lesson a month. So you know, what are we at? 90 lessons? No, we're over a hundred lessons now. So a hundred music marketing lessons. And you can join me on these live calls that we hold, hold once a week where you can ask questions. And as I say, it'll just cost you a dollar. So there's no financial burden for any of you guys at this time. My thinking is that, uh, you know, the only silver lining, and it's, it's really unfair to call this a silver lining because the situation sucks, you know, no question about it. But the only sort of silver lining here is that we've got some unprecedented downtime where we can go and make ourselves stronger. We can use this time to learn. We can uh, learn this, use this time to become better musicians as well as better marketers uh, so that when this cloud passes and we get back to some semblance of normal, we can hit the ground running and we're ready to attack the remainder of 2020 um, and hopefully succeed in a way that you know we maybe never have before. And so this is a great time to learn. So if you, if you do want to take me up on that um, and take advantage of this, this special um, offer, it'll only be available, or at least the plan as I'm talking is to only only make it available during lockdown, um, uh, a dollar will get you 30 days of access to to the insider circle and all of that training, including the lesson that uh, aligns that uh, with everything that we're going to be talking about today. It's the video version of the audio uh, description that we'll be giving you in today's lesson. And it comes with all the templates and, uh, and things that will make the whole setup of this a lot easier. 
So if you want to take me up on that, go to musicmarketingmanifesto.com forward slash emergency LTO. Again, that is musicmarketingmanifesto.com forward slash emergency LTO. No space or hyphens, just emergency LTO. Check it out. It's only going to be up uh, until lockdown is over, but go soak up all that knowledge. Join me on these live coaching calls once a week. Um, and, you know, let's make ourselves stronger and get ready to kick butt uh, once this time has passed. All right. So also a special surprise. Also on this lesson, I've got Josh Solomon from the Empty Pockets. He's going to be sitting in on the entire feature segment of the show. Uh, Josh Solomon is a MMM student um, who has really he took what he learned in the course and really went on to just completely kick ass. It's not fair to call the guy a student. He's a master at this stuff. Now he makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. His band, the Empty Pockets, charts with virtually every album uh, that they they put out. Uh, he's a very smart guy, and uh, he, he's he's always a lot of fun to have on the show. He's been on past episodes. He's been in training lessons within the Insider Circle. So if you do if you do sign up for that one dollar thirty day uh, membership to the Insider Circle, you'll you'll get some training from him as well. Uh, but he's going to be sitting in. It's a it's a fun and lively conversation. I think you're going to be. Uh, I think I think it's going to be pretty eye opening for a lot of people, and you're really going to dig it. All right, so with all of that out of the way, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to be talking about what works, what doesn't. And I'm going to lay out my best strategy for making uh, a lot of money very quickly uh, in an emergency like we are all are all experiencing right now. All right. Back in a sec. You're listening to the Music Marketing Manifesto podcast. Hi, this is John Ojaka. I'm a former Interscope and Warner Brothers recording artist who gave up on the major label rat race and began pursuing direct-to-fan marketing strategies back in 2007. The techniques I developed worked so well that they helped my very first client set the all-time single-day sales record at CD Baby and land a position on the Billboard charts. In 2009, I launched Music Marketing Manifesto and began sharing my music marketing strategies with others. Since then, my program have helped thousands of musicians learn to successfully market their music, many of which have landed on various Billboard, Amazon, and iTunes sales charts. They even helped one artist land a Grammy nomination. So if you're a musician and you need help growing your fan base or generating more income from your music, then musicmarketingmanifesto.com can help. My flagship program, Music Marketing Manifesto 4.0, is in its fourth edition and will teach you how to build an automated marketing funnel for your music. My program, Music Ads Workshop, will help you master advanced Facebook advertising, and the Insider Circle is my private mastermind group which offers monthly training lessons, weekly coaching calls, a mastermind forum, and over eight years of music marketing strategy lessons. I also offer one-on-one -on -one consulting for musicians who need personal guidance or help with any aspect of their marketing. To learn more, go to musicmarketingmanifesto.com and click on products and services in the main menu. Once more, that's musicmarketingmanifesto.com. All right, on the line with me is Josh Solomon from The Empty Pockets. Josh, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm pretty good, John, as good as you could be. <laughs> as good as you could be in a, in a global <laughs> pandemic. 
it's, it's really weird. It is. It is very weird. Uh, and we'll get in. We'll get into the weirdness soon. But um, just you know, I, I, a little background on Josh for the listeners. I, I think a lot of uh, MMM podcast listeners are familiar with you. You've been on the podcast now a few times. Um, you've taught some lessons in the Insider Circle, my my private mastermind um, group. Um, and you're, you know, I, I hope it doesn't sound in any way condescending. You're like the like the star star MMM student. Not not that you're a student anymore. You know, that's my. <laughs> I, uh, that's my pride and joy. <laughs> you, I, you'll have to chance. Someone else will have to challenge me for the position. You have graduated, I think, firmly into to master master class. I can't really call you a student anymore. You've you've gone above and beyond. But uh, but I, I'm proud to uh, to have been a part of your your story and your learning process um, because you are kicking some butt out there. Um, and I'll, I'll ask you to tell us about that. But before I do that, I need to apologize a little bit to you and the listeners. Uh, I, I record in an un, a non-insulated garage. That's my office, and it's raining a little bit right now. Uh, so if you, I don't know if you can you hear that, Josh? That little staticky trickle. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> we're gonna go with that. We're gonna call it romance and ambiance. But um, my apologies if the audio is is not a hundred percent up to snuff. But hey, you know the show must go on, so we're gonna proceed. But but. Uh, Josh, tell us about yourself, uh, the things that you've accomplished, the bullet po- points of the empty pockets and, and the things you've been able to do uh, with uh, direct response marketing or direct to fan marketing and all those strategies that we focus on around here at MMM. I think at this point, the, the short story is been in a band for 13 years called Empty Pockets, did the same thing most bands do, the bars, the whole the whole thing, do your best, bought MM. Um, about five, six years ago, started me on a journey, took it very seriously, built a very large email list. We just called it down to about 80,000 and have taken all of your lessons and these sort of direct to market, direct to fan, I mean, lessons very seriously. Now our whole band does together. We talk about it all the time. It's a big part of what we do. And now we are able to tour the world. We're not famous, but we make a living, and we we're, every album we make goes on the Billboard charts. We got home. Thank God we got it in. We did 25 dates uh, in the UK at the end of last year, and it just feels like, oh, my God, we just barely got those in before the whole world just yeah. shut down. Yeah. Well, so, well, real, real quickly, uh, and I don't even know if you'll know this off the top of your head, but how many chart positions, how many billboard chart positions have you held, say, post-MMM? Post-MMM, I mean, chart positions, because they, they end up assigning a lot of charts. True. Like, well, okay. How many out? Let, so yeah, let's, let's do that again. <laughs> chart positions, something like that, 150, <laughs> but six albums on the billboard charts. Some of our proudest like positions might be like we were number six on the folk Americana sales chart one week. Mm-hmm. We were number 39 on the independent album chart, which is all independent albums. I think the most we've ever charted in one week was 4,200 copies of an album. Right. Wow. Um, and that's when I was really trying to, you know, we were focusing on uh, selling as many albums as we can at any price. Now right. we're really focused on, uh, you know, making a living yeah. and building our fan base. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So, um, so we, uh, as we've already touched on, as we record this, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 uh, global disaster. And it is affecting musicians tremendously. It's affecting everyone, obviously, but musicians are, are 
are, are particularly hurt by this. Uh, obviously, that we make almost all of our money in, in the hospitality world, out there in venues, and those venues are all shut down. And we, we're out there connecting with people. Our income sources are gone. And, and most musicians, or a lot of musicians, certainly still have day jobs and those day jobs are often sort of side gigs and so they're often in the hospitality industry and so those are are gone so musicians are hurting um there's no question about it and there's a lot of uh advice going around a lot of musicians are asking what do i do how do i make money at this time ever all my income is gone i don't know what to do and there's a lot of advice uh, flowing around i'm hearing a lot of uh, um, uh my peers that you know that do what i do sharing advice and all of its good advice by the way i'm not here to to attack any of that but there has been at least from what i've seen a general focus on live streaming for tips and while i think that's a a fine thing to do you can definitely make money at that and we'll talk about that more um that's not that's that's not where my mind went when i started asking myself okay so what's the advice i want to dish out at this time you know the the streaming for tips did not immediately strike me as the best way to actually pay some bills right now um but and so i was you know i was gearing up to do a podcast episode about this but i thought you know i don't want to just tell people what i think based on what's works for me and my clients i want to actually make i want to take the temperature of of the entire you know, as many musicians as I can. I've got about 50,000 subscribers on the MMM mailing list. And I want to, I, I thought I'll send out a survey and just really ask people what's working for you just to make sure that my slant, my, my, uh, my opinion on what makes sense right now uh, was correct. Um, so I thought we'd start there. Does that sound all right? Because I haven't shared this data I'd with you. I'd love to hear this. You yeah. have like a unique... Uh Wait, you know, you could just email your email list, and I—I I was one of the people that answered. How many yeah. answers? How many answers did we get? Uh, it was something like I want to say it's nearing like six hundred people. Um, oh wow! You know, awesome. answered the survey, so so we got some good data. It's a it's a nice size pool. Um, yeah. And but I'm gonna be just totally frank and honest. I sent out actually two surveys because I sent out one survey, and it made me scratch my head. So what I did, I, I worded it like this. I said so. So, uh, have you tried uh, streaming for tips, live streaming for tips? Uh, if uh, and then the answers were um, no, I have not tried it. Yes, and I made a reasonable amount of money from doing so. Uh, or yes, but I did not make uh, very much money uh, from doing so. Uh, I'm paraphrasing there, but it, I used that phrase "reasonable amount of money," and I went with that because. I didn't want to have this really convoluted data pool of, 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 you know, 40 different kind of, I made up to $5. I made between five and $10. You know, I didn't want to have this huge data string. So I just thought, you know, let's just, let's just call it a reasonable amount of money, whatever that means for you. And uh, I'm not looking at the, that initial graph chart right this moment, but what I got surprised me because it was, it was about even, it was, um, it, well, for starters, the majority of musicians have not tried anything. <laughs> we can start there. It's like around 75% of the musicians, give or take, on each one of these questions was, no, I have not done that. So first first uh, takeaway here is, guys, get out there and run some promotions. Try some things. because That one's easy. Try some. <laughs> yeah, try some things. Um, I should actually pull that out because it was uh, what, how many people, uh, da, 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 how many people did not, where is it? Do I have it up? Uh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, so 83% had not tried streaming for tips. 
63% had not tried live streaming for sales, and 63% of musicians had not tried running a limited time offer, some kind of a, a, a promotional offer. But what I found was that around 30% of musicians felt that they had made a reasonable amount of money uh, from uh, live streaming for tips. Uh, less did, uh, made, felt they had made a reasonable amount of money from live streaming for sales. And a little bit less, around 27% had made Even money. Even less than that. Oh, that is surprising. From the limited time offer. Yeah. So, so I was a little like, this doesn't make sense because, because I know for me, and I guess this is a spoiler alert here, but for me, it's, always the limited time offer uh, that generates the most income. Like if I need to make money right now, I need to pay a bill. I'm in dire straits. I need to feed my family. I'm going to run a limited time offer to my mailing list and my social following, and that's going to generate me the most amount of money. And I wasn't seeing that data. So I I kind of I kind of looked at this and go, why am I not seeing this? And then I realized, you know, well, one, I've got like 50,000 people on this mailing list. And the majority of them are just the general subscribers. You know, only a fraction of those people are on my customer list. So mm -hmm. it, there's a huge gap here between trained musicians, musicians who are trained in marketing and musicians who are not trained, um, at, at least in my specific brand of marketing. But uh, and then beyond that. I think I made an error in just allowing people to say a reasonable amount of money because uh, I think, frankly, so many musicians are so used to making so little money that four or five bucks was probably something that many are happy with. But from my perspective and where I was coming at this question from was, I want to know um, uh, what musicians can do about their real world problems. You know, they got to pay their phone bills and they, they got to put food on the table and what, what can they do? And three or four bucks in tips, it wasn't going to do it. So I sent out a follow up survey uh, to try to one, I broke it up into, uh, I sent out two surveys, one to members, you know, people who've gone through my programs and one to everybody else. And then I asked, uh, uh, about the specific amounts of money and then the data the data did make sense to me and I thought it was really interesting. So I'm going to share that with you if that, Sweet. if that sounds like fun to you guys. And, and yeah, I'm hoping that, uh, yeah, everybody kind of digs this geeky stuff. I like the numbers. I know you like the numbers, but so here goes. So this is the survey that went out to the non MMM members, non music marketing manifesto members, customers, people. You know, did you include a uh, amount of money on this one that, reasonable means or does it still say reason I, I no what i asked is you made up to less than ten dollars uh what was it ten to thirty dollars or ten to twenty dollars something like that and oh, okay 20, so you did break it down like that uh, yeah I 20, uh, but I, I went in pretty big chunks twenty to fifty dollars uh fifty uh fifty to a hundred dollars over a hundred dollars over three hundred dollars um and because for me you know again if we're talking about paying bills uh, you know, I'm going to call over $50 a reasonable amount of money. Does that seem like a fair benchmark? You make 50 bucks from one promotion, one it's activity. Something. Yeah. It's, Cause you know. $10 is nothing, especially yeah. when you include, um, there's no way to get money from a, any of these ways without fees yes. of some sort. Correct. Correct. But you know, 50 bucks is gonna, it's gonna feed you for a couple of days. And or so you pay your electric bill or something. Exactly. You do something. Exactly. Yeah. So 
So results from the first survey going out to non-Music Marketing Manifesto members. Uh, the percentage of non-MMM members that have tried live streaming for tips and make an average of more than $50 from okay. doing so was 27.6%, which is, you know. That's a lot. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. Um, and the percentage of non-MMM members that have tried live streaming for sales and make an average of more than 50% from doing so, it was 19.3%. Um, that's a lot more than I would have thought because I think like that's a hard um, – I haven't done that a lot personally. Which so, for tips or live, for, for sales? Live streaming for sales. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done that a lot and I you know, I, I, I haven't really dipped my toe in the water there. I'd be curious how that would work. Yeah, that was one that I was a little surprised by at first. I was surprised that it dropped just because I think there's more money and offering something of value and you're going to be generating higher higher ticket prices but as i thought about it it sort of did make a little more sense to me one the people that are tuning into these live streams tend to be the customers the people that have probably bought things already that's um, a good and and i don't know uh a lot a lot can be said for just uh, uh being a patron you know and supporting uh a, a, an artist as opposed to selling something that uh, i don't know at that at that moment at that time um you may not really be interested in and there's not a lot of selling taking place usually in these in these live streams either that's usually. the other thing mm. yeah there's not a lot of pitching yeah and and often people will kind of tune in for five minutes and go that was cool and give you you know drop you a little a little donation and then move on uh, and even if you are pitching from time to time they may be missing it so so after thinking about it it surprised me less but it was a it was a drop it was a, 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 a you know significant drop from 27 percent. and i should clarify that this is the percentage not of the whole pie but of the people that have actually tried it so you know 27.6% of people who've tried live streaming for tips uh, oh, claim I to see. make they make an av more than 50 uh, 50 dollars on that 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 makes more sense to me actually that, yeah yeah so then the percentage of non mmm uh, too many m's here percentage of non mmm members that have tried running limited time offers to their email list and social media following and who make on average more than 50 dollars was 30.1% so the most mm -hmm. successful strategy a 14% even for increase, non members even for non members so you you're likely to do 14% better on average uh, uh, by sending uh, out a limited time offer to your list uh, as opposed to just streaming for tips um, now I, I suppose we should have probably clarified that because there's a lot of people listening to this and they all have different levels of experience a limited time offer is basically where you Take some products, you put a price tag on it. Usually you you either add a bonus or a discount and you offer it to your fans, usually through direct emails and again, social media posts for a limited amount of time. So say three, four days, you have three or four days to take me up on this offer. It's a great deal, and it, but it's going away on Friday. Order now, that's a limited time offer. So that's our data. Uh, best performer was the running the limited time offers. Second best was streaming for tips. Uh, and the the worst performer was streaming for live sales. It was also right. the thing people had tried the least. So we've got the smallest data pool on that. Um, and again, the takeaway there is you are, uh, if, you're, if you have no specific training in this, you are 14% more likely to make money running a limited time offer to your, to your list and following than you are streaming for tips. But there's more. Um, so now we look at the survey uh, for just MMM members, people who have Sweet. some marketing training. 
So the percentage of MMM members um, uh, that have tried live streaming for tips and make an average of more than $50 from doing so is 47.1%. So that's a jump from 27.6 to 47.1. The percentage of MMM members that have tried live streaming for sales and make an average of more than $50 is 45.3%. So a big jump from the uh, uh, 19.3%, yeah, uh, that we saw on the non-member group. And it says something about the fact that, 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 the MMM members are used to, they have more selling knowledge, more selling experience. So it's almost comparable to live streaming for tips. Also a smaller data pool. Most people seem to be doing live streaming for tips um, over live streaming for sales, but but it's a pretty close number there. But, you know, tips is still the winner. Now, the bigger winner um, is the percentage of MMM members that have tried running limited time offers to their email list and social media following and who make an, on average, more than $50 from doing so is 53.7%. Very good. So so a jump from 30.1 to 53.7, which is an 18.5% increase. So... Um, a, a significant jump there. You are 18.5% more likely, even with marketing training, to to make money from a limited time offer over streaming. Now, where it got really interesting was when we uh, look at, uh, well, I've got actually a few data points here. One was that when we look at the, and I think this is this is a takeaway that makes makes me proud. I'm not trying to turn this into a commercial for MMM, but with a little bit of training, you are 78.4% more likely to generate more than $50 from a promotion if you've gone through music marketing manifesto training. So wow. if you have some training, yeah, training really, you know, helps. And at this time, you know, where we are, where we're all sitting around at home with nothing to do, uh, this is a, and, and many have said this, this is a great time to improve ourselves because, you know, this cloud will pass. We will be out there. Though we'll, we will be back to some semblance of normal. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great time to, to become strong so that you're ready to uh, kick butt once, once you're back out there. In, in That's the, how I'm trying world. to think of it. I yeah. really am trying to think of it that way. I also think this data the what what re, you reading it made me think is like wow, it's a way I have started to think of marketing in my band all the time, which is like there's two stages to all of this, right? Grow the audience, you know, and then build the relationship with the audience, and part of that relationship build is monetizing them. Mm-hmm. But you have to do both of those steps, right? You can't jump right to monetizing them. Absolutely. And I look the data makes your data makes it so obvious like the music marketing manifesto members have spent time you could see it in the data they've spent time building their audiences so that when they do even go out there live streaming a, a higher much higher percentage of them is making more than $50 because it's it's hard as a performer like before the live stream not to think if I do of the best job ever and I sing the best song and I uh, uh, maybe I'll get some tips right right as opposed to no a lot of that destiny is already done way before you live streamed, right? It's about totally. the audience you had going into the live stream or going into uh, that limited time offer. So, like to me, our challenge here, and just like I'm just riffing off this data I've been hearing, our challenge is like we have two things that we can do during this time as musicians, and I think most of us should do both of these things, right? Mm-hmm. We need to milk the audience that we've already created, and 
in a healthy way. You heard the word milk <laughs> not sounding right as well. It's like, well, ain't nothing unhealthy about milk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we need to, we do, we need to monetize. We need to activate. There's a lot of words we could use that audience we've already built to strengthen that relationship, expand that relationship. And then we also need to, and I think we could take some of this time at home to bring in new audience. And that's where the training really is helpful too. Totally, totally. And and I want to get, I want to get your, your tips on that in a little bit, but I've got one other piece of, I thought really interesting data, which is the making of real money. So, you know, 50 bucks, that's, that's a quote unquote reasonable amount of money. That's how the survey was worded. And I think it is a reasonable amount of money, but what's real money? You know, the, 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 the highest echelon, you know, the highest, uh, the most, how do I, I'm, I'm struggling here with English, but the, the, was good. <laughs> the largest, the largest um, income option was $300 or more. So I looked at the data of just people that trying eat all of the different strategies had made uh, mm. over $300 because over $300 really does pay, you know, some bills. Um, uh, you know, if it's a thousand dollars, you can literally be paying potentially your rent depending on yep. where you live. So, so looking at the data of making real money, um, only 3.4% of non-members make over $300 for streaming for tips. Frankly, I'm kind of surprised anyone. I was doing just going to say that's kind of shocking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, but, uh, uh, just to put into context here, like we stream for the first time, we have 37,000 people on Facebook. We did $510 in tips. So yeah. I'm just like putting that into context. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. you were one of the people to wait that <laughs> to wait that. But uh, I'm a member. Data. Yeah. Oh, true, true. You're right, you're right. So 3.4% of non-members make over $300 from streaming for tips. Maybe uh, I'm not in this data. Maybe no, no, you, you would have been. Um, you're, on, you're on the members list, so you would have got the, the, that survey. But 5.7% uh, of non-members make over $300 from running a limited time offer. So approximately, not quite, but almost double, you know, the, so not non-members people would know uh specific no mmm training i mean that's that's a that's an amount that's a real amount of money 300 bucks of, of merch that's great yeah from running a limit not streaming for for sales but running limited time offers i yeah, just yeah. left out streaming for for sales out of this because it was the underperformer on on every single um, yeah. question so 3.4 jump to 5.7 almost twice as much money to be uh almost uh, almost twice as many of you are going to make over 300 dollars if you if you tackle the limited time offer approach as opposed to streaming for tips. And then when I surveyed the members, uh, the the jump for tips was 11.7% of MMM members make over $300 from streaming that's for great. tips. Yeah, that's a that's a big jump from 3.4%. Uh, and then when we look at running limited time offers, we see it go all the way up to 24% of, wow. MMMM, of MMM members making over $300 from lim- running uh, limited time offers. So approximately one in four MMM members or, you know, people with a little bit of training are, um, making over $300 every time they run a limited time offer, which if is, you won't do this math. I will. I paid, I think I paid $99 years ago for MMM. Hmm. Like, but whatever it is, a couple hundred it's, it's, dollars, it's 197 now. Yeah. 197. <laughs> That's hilarious. I yeah. know a lot of the, the, Courses are five hundred bucks and a thousand bucks, but like twenty four percent are doing three hundred dollars in a single LTO. Yeah, yeah, 
It was it was a huge jump. In fact, it was I even have the data on that. It was so MMM members are as much as three hundred and twenty one percent more likely to make over uh, three hundred dollars per promotion than wow. than non members. Um, is that actually wait? Is that did I do the data right? So yeah, non yeah five points five point seven are real low. It's five, by magnitudes. It is. So, so yeah, okay. That almost sounded like it should be higher. Um, five. I can't. I, I've got my percentage calculator here. Uh, from five point seven to twenty four. Uh, from five point seven to twenty four. Calculate. Yeah, not three hundred and twenty one percent increase. Yeah. So, um, so very proud of that data. But that's not the point to this. It was to it was to try to drive home this idea that. If we're out, I, again, it's not, it's clearly not bad advice to live stream for tips. People are making money. It's easy. It's easy to understand, but you're not making as much money as you could be. And if you want to run like a real business that can generate significant amounts of, of money, you know, and I, again, I do think over $300 per promotion is a significant amount of money when doing it from the comfort of your own home, then you really should be running limited time offers. So, I, and, and this data made sense to me. It aligns with what I see. Um, you know, I guess before getting into, I, I want to talk about how to run limited time offers. I want to explain all this to people. I don't want to just dangle it and, and, or anything like that. But, but before we do that, you know, how does this data align with, with your experiences? Well, it's really good to hear and it makes sense to me. I mean, the MMM training is like I was saying at the beginning of this is, is for me even more than the tactics, which, um, you know, which change obviously, and you have to keep up with. It's the philosophies you, that the, the 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 mindset change, and I feel like you can read it in the data. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you change your mindset, you start building an audience and focusing on that, focusing on stuff that is measurable, and and uh, you can turn around and and sell stuff to those people mm -hmm. that are interested. You can yeah. do it. Yeah, and I I really do think all musicians, if you have, especially if you have more than one product. Right. If you have a, uh, at most most musicians listening probably have an album. But if you have two albums, if you have an album and a shirt, like you said, like any of that. I know we'll get into more specifics, but like anything can be bundled mm. and turned into a limited time offer. Totally, totally. Now, oh, and, and again, just to kind of again compare to your results, you mentioned making five hundred twenty-one bucks from from live streaming. What do you make on your average limited time offer? Where? Well, you know, I, I don't know how you qualify it because I know you run more than most. Uh, but you know, when and we're always experimenting. I, I mean, we, if I run a four day offer, maybe a, a, a limited thirty dollar thing, I'd want to do a hundred of them. So mm -hmm. we'll do three thousand dollars, maybe gross on on a limited time offer. But it mm -hmm. depends on the context, how much my audience wanted that, how much I've been bugging them before then, you know, all sure. sorts of things. Sure. What's going on in life, and I mean, a lot of times. Although this e-commerce stuff is brutally honest. People are not going to buy stuff they're not interested in. Yeah, totally, totally. That's a that's a really good point. Maybe we should kind of circle around that for a sec because I do see a lot of people just the biggest challenge is is getting people to care. You know, with with marketing, it's it's mm -hmm. it's not being a good marketer, it's just getting people to care. And there's weirdly musicians have a really hard time with this one you know we're so in our own heads and so in our own bubbles and we're putting so much love and care into the music that we're creating that i see a lot of musicians having a really difficult time understanding that maybe other people don't immediately care as much as you do and we we have a tendency to copy what other musicians are doing what our 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 
our heroes are doing and you know yeah. they're selling t-shirts because i do want a bob dylan t-shirt i don't necessarily want a t-shirt from you know an indie band that i thought was pretty cool um when i watched the video once you know i have to really there there are a lot of items that i just wouldn't care about there uh uh coming from an independent musician like merch, for example, a t-shirt for me would be a hard sell. There's a place for it. You can definitely sell t-shirts, but a t-shirt to me is more of a, uh, it's either for diehard fans. It's, or it's something you sell on the road. Um, I could not agree with you anymore. So like, just for context, like we do 250, $300,000 of e-commerce a year. Mm -hmm. We got almost 40,000 on Facebook. We have almost a hundred thousand on email in terms of numbers. I refuse to keep t-shirts in stock. We use an app called Printful, which mm -hmm. is like a not, a not very, it's a Shopify app. It's not very high margins or anything, right. just when fans want them. Mm -hmm. But even at my level, I'm not making shirts. Right. You know, we just don't have the demand for shirts. And we're doing thousands. Like if we don't do a thousand copies in a week of a new product, I'm devastated. I'll be devastated. You right. know, so right. doing thousands, we're not doing tens of thousands, but even at that level, um, I totally agree with you. It's just, you, we're not Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like wearing the shirt is, is proclaiming something about yourself. We do get diehards. It makes me very proud when they wear our shirts. Frankly, we don't even make much money from it because I can't afford to make enough shirts at the right sizes. You know what I mean? Right. But I, I'm so with you there. And I think what's cool about us indie musicians is we are nimble. Like, you have so little to lose by testing a or trying an LTO because sure. it only takes like three or four days to put something out there and let the market and by the market, I mean your market, you as a musician, not the global market, like yeah, yeah. let the few dozen or couple hundred or few thousand or hundred thousand people, however many it is that know who you are, let them choose. You know, sometimes I'll do an LTO, right? And I'll put a bundle together and it goes so well that I'm like, I'm doing it again. <laughs> right. And, and was, was that was that a full stop at the end of that? I thought you yeah, were going to follow. Yeah, full stop. Like, yeah. I, I, that I'm just like, I'm doing it again. I did four days. Yeah. And then the next week, I'm like, you know what? Just I'm doing do it, it four more days. And how does that work for you? Do you, see, do you see a huge drop or does it often do just as well? Sometimes I can do better. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I do, you know, I know we're, we're like mind on this, but I do love this stuff because it, it, and where this sparked for me a decade ago was just that the, the numbers could drive us. The, being a musician was a terrifying thing. You know, you hoped and you prayed and, and it either worked or it didn't. And you felt, I felt so out of, I had no control over my own destiny. I always needed other people's support, whether it was booking agents or managers or record labels or producers. I needed to get other people to care. Um, I remember, you know, this is a long time ago now, like I want to say 14 years ago or 15 years ago when MySpace was the thing, using bots to spam the hell out of people like every musician on earth was doing at the time. And you get all these eyes and ears on your music. It didn't result in any kind of sales. Just nothing seemed to work with this direct to fan marketing approach. It's all about the numbers. The numbers guide you. You try, and, and many people, they, they apply that same 
uh, I don't know, desire for perfection that I think they apply to their music. They apply it to the marketing. I think that's a real mistake. Just get out there, yeah. try something, look at the data. The data will give clues as to where something didn't work and then make some tweaks and some changes and then go out and try it again. And like you're saying, like, well, like you outlined there where we're trying the same promotion two weeks in a row, that goes against a lot of, a, a lot of common sense. And yet, the numbers, as you pointed out, sometimes prove that, that it made perfect sense. And I wouldn't, you'd never know that unless you tried it. And well, I uh, wouldn't always do it. Sure, I just do sure. it like a, some, email, some marketers call like, use the word like a unicorn mm -hmm. for like a, a, an email that doubles your open rate one yeah, time or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like if a promotion just does, like, I, cause I do promotions all year, I could tell if it's yeah. a lot better yeah. than usual. If it is, I might lean into that. And if it's not, I might somehow try to lean out of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe leave myself open that way and i i really that is the fun part for me is like it's uh it's very clear like a sale is very clear mm. and no sales is very clear sure. indication sure. you know we, we now i i do have to say like one of the tough things is if the audience is too small like really 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 small right it does get hard because then maybe you you there are situations I've been in years ago where you're not making sales, but you're doing everything right just because you're scaled so low. Yeah. And I think like it can feel like you're chasing your tail in that moment. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. I get those emails, you know, daily. I got 13 people on my list and I haven't sold anything. It's been two right. days, you know, and I can understand that anxiety. But the reality is that this is business and you can't open a pizza restaurant and say 15 people walked by my store and I haven't sold any pizza yet. You know, it's no, I was talking to um, a great email, uh, a great musician and marketer who is who is lamenting his email list. And he was saying he has maybe 10 or 20,000 people on the list. And when he sends a, an email, which is one every once in a while, not a limited time offer, just like an email, he'll sell five or six things. So that's useless. And my response was like, that's great. It, imagine if you did a limited time offer right. and, and sent four emails instead of one and linked them all together and told a story in those emails. And actually like, I find myself saying to musicians a lot, it's so hard, but we have to try to communicate with our fans coming at it from their point of view instead of ours. Sure. And it's, it's so tough. It is, you know, but, but that's what that, and that's what sells things. Absolutely. I mean, I always refer back to Seth Godin and his whole thing about being remarkable. Yeah, you need you do. We need to be remarkable. There's no there's no magic fairy dust here. Marketing is not a guarantee of success. There's no trick that I have up my sleeve where I'm just going to go, oh, I'll just sprinkle a little John O'Jacques on this and boom, you sell copies. You know, you all marketing is, is taking the message and getting it out to more people, you know? And, and that's why copying doesn't work. Whether you copy, I mean, it'll work worse if you go and copy John Mayer or whatever, but it right. really doesn't work in general. You can't, I, you can have all of my copy that I've ever written for the empty pockets. Mm -hmm. It's not going to do you, maybe you could study it or whatever and learn how to copyright, but you can't just take mine and apply it to yours. It's about finding it finding it something interesting something entertaining yeah well and someone yeah creating that that message to market match but i think what you said is important there it will work worse um because you know i'm in the business of providing templates for people who really just you know many of which just cannot uh 
are not ready to in, they come into this program they're not they don't have any writing experience marketing experience they're bewildered they're confused they've never had a win so they don't know how or where to start and they 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 maybe it's anxiety i don't know what it is but they're not ready to go and just start opening their mouth and and sharing i get who it. they it's are it's hard to talk about yourself too. yeah yeah it is and so i provide templates in all of my programs that are meant to give people that leg up and give them a place to start. And you're right, they certainly will never work as well as they will if you go and, and interject your own remarkable individual qualities so that you can connect with your audience. But they do actually work. You take someone who has, you know, who's used to saying, buy my CD on, on you know, CD Baby Now or where or Bandcamp Now or wherever you're selling it um, versus a little bit of story, a little bit of structure, a few time proven uh, oh, yeah. selling triggers uh, you will see dramatic you know improvements yeah, and, and you will see results works better than um, you know getting something from like the way a famous artist sells sure sure oh absolutely, you know, absolutely. Still, those are like three levels of it obviously you could just shout at everybody <laughs> right, <laughs> like right. you, or you could rip off a famous person right. or you could take the templates or better yet you take those templates use them see what works and then that's how I did it I sort of found my voice starting that way exactly that that's how it's designed to be used i remember um doing i I was so lost i paid for a call to have with you and i you said it was years ago and i i I actually our first podcast you were like i don't remember that call but (laughs) i i i I still um, don't remember that call but i've imagined it enough times now that i kind of remember a fictitious version me than you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but uh but on that call, that's that's what you focused on because I had like pretty religiously set up your site and you were like, it's about your band though, dude. You know? <laughs> right. like, and I was like, yeah, yeah, but what do I write? And you're like, I'm not in your band. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I doubt I was that that director cool, but no, uh, that's funny. Um, but no, that's that's good stuff. So so okay, we could we could do this for two hours and just compare war stories. But let's let's try to funnel this. Let's try to give folks some you know actionable advice here on how what to do, how to go and create a limited time offer. I'm gonna lay out my sort of okay. I've got, you know, five minutes to tell you what to do strategy with all of these things as we just touched on. This is not a one size fits all. This is not necessarily the perfect strategy or the perfect script or the perfect anything uh, approach or offer for all of you. But this is a good starting place if you're just like, okay, I'm I'm kind of freaked out because I can't afford food right now and I, I need to uh, and I'm in lockdown for two more weeks and I want your advice, John, what's the best what's the best advice you have um i'm gonna do my best to put that forward this is my covid19 lockdown money generating strategy now uh in a podcast we can't get into the technical stuff i've also put together a free so uh, i talked about in the intro but a free uh, well, it's free right now, a, a training lesson on this. It's in the insider circle. So the insider circle is my my private mastermind group. At any given point, there's a few hundred uh, or more musicians that are mem- active members of the insider circle. It's been around for nine years, I think, uh, something close to that, eight or nine years. Uh, and every month I release a training 
uh, lesson. Uh, every week right now, I hold live coaching calls where we can chat directly. And there's a forum where you can ask questions every day. And, and on like email, where I have my assistant, Steve, helping me out with email, I'm in the forum. It's you're talking directly with me and you can post links and get the feedback that you need and, and all of that. It's been around for a long time. I still have members, Josh, that signed up nine years ago that are still wow. in the Insider Circle. That's it's awesome. got to be a record for these kind of in, in a world where membership sites have an average lifespan of about three months. I have members that have been around for nine years. I'm so touched by that and amazed. Frankly, it's really cool. But anyway, um, and it and it normally sells for 47 bucks a month. Um, but I, you know, I don't I don't feel good going out with any kind of hard sales. I mean, look, uh, you know, I'm a business as well, and I also need to generate income, but I don't feel good about pushing too hard right now, especially to the music community where where, where times are tough. So what um, what I decided to do for the whole this whole outbreak or during this time is I want to give one I want to give you a lesson dedicated to setting up these limited time offers where I give you email scripts and website template um, uh, uh, not scripts but code you know to make the whole thing easier for you to set up examples and every everything else a dedicated lesson on everything that we're talking about here so you have the visuals you have the step by step um, I, I've created a lesson on that. I put it in the insider circle. Um, in addition to the nine years worth of other lessons, you know, that's a lesson a month. So it's a ton of content. And I, I guess I said free. I, my system doesn't allow me to do uh, free. So I'm putting a $1 price tag on it just just because I have to. Uh, so it's a one, $1 30-day uh, trial of the program. If you like it, stick around with me, and I'll even add a discount to that. Um, uh, I'll take I'll take some, uh, I don't know what I could take around, probably, uh, I don't know, 40% off or something like that. Are you um, deciding right now? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm thinking through what, yeah, what what can I do? Uh, and, and, and I think that 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 will that'll be that'll make sense so so i because i offer i do offer sometimes a 27 dollar price tag on it i'll put that 27 dollar price tag on it for people if they if they decide to stick around but um but yeah it's a one dollar gets you in gets you access to nine years worth of training these live coaching calls where we can chat directly about your projects in the forum um, and my goal here is to, to take the financial burden away from, uh, or, or take the financial burden off of you guys right now and give you a whole lot of, you know, uh, marketing nutrition so that you guys can make yourself stronger for when all this is over and hopefully go and apply some of the stuff that we're talking about. So, uh, I'll have to put together a link. What should, what, what, what link should I put together, Josh? Uh, musicmarketingmanifesto.com forward slash. Um, or slash what COVID plan relief I, plan? I, I, I feel it feels gross somehow putting <laughs> putting the virus's name. LTO, right? <laughs> you know, emergency LTO. Emergency LTO. There we go. So go to musicmarketingmanifesto.com forward slash emergency LTO. Would uh, you agree with this, man? Like, I think everyone should be putting together one because the worst case scenario is you make zero sales, right? That's literally the worst case scenario. Absolutely. It shouldn't. It shouldn't cost like, in terms of like thinking through my personal process, this shouldn't cost you any money. 
No. Right? Like, well, if you don't have an email management tool, I suppose. You don't have a store no. of any kind set up. You know, it won't even cost you money because I've I've got a special 60-day free trial link uh, for the service that I use and recommend. And I'll put that in the resources on that lesson. So you'll save like, you know, a minimum of 40 bucks right there. Um, and what else? If you don't have a website set up that I don't, I don't have... I have some discount codes on some on some. Those are websites. two hugely huge things to get on, though. Yeah, great you time need, to get on. That. You need that. This is a great time to be setting all this up. If you don't have it, if you don't have it, you're not a business, and you need to function like a business. So, so if you do, if you do have some of those things in place, then then yeah, there's no real cost here. And you're right. All you all you do is you you risk making nothing which you've already got so and but but i think there's two two potential rewards at play right like mm. there's the actual money we can make but i even think there is a reward if we look at it from the right angle which is like how i try to do things like this if it's zero if you go do this you know follow these rule the rules that are that john's laying out there's a, a lot of free resources out there if you do that and your results are zero then we are at least learning like we're, the the list the fan base is just not big enough yet, and we're learning that. Well, yeah, or, that, I mean, yeah, or there's a bigger, uh, more systemic problem going on with your career. Frankly, if the data here, and I think this data, I think the sample size is big enough that this is pretty reliable. That everybody, is, well, uh, everybody is saying that the best uh, trained or not, everyone is saying by a significant margin, the best way to make real money, quote unquote, real money, you know, over 300 bucks is the limited time offer. The best way to make any kind of money, even over $50 is the limited time offer. So if we're going to take that at face value and assume that that is accurate and would continue playing out as the sample size got larger, which I firmly believe it would, um, then, then if you can't make money that way, then you've got a bigger problem. You know, you need to work on your, your craft. You need to work on your brand. Um, and again, in the insiders, I've got lessons on all of this. I've got lessons on developing your brand and your, what we call the USP and all this kind of stuff. So, so, um, again, I don't want, I don't want to spend too much time pitching that, but it's there for you under musicmarketingmanifesto.com forward slash emergency LTO. Uh, that'll get you That's there. Awesome. And, and I feel like I'm definitely doing this. We're actually doing a membership drive, but like, we all need to be doing this. There's no reason for any musician not to do a limited time offer now because A, make some sales. But if you make no sales, then it's just what you were talking about, John, right? It's like if you're making no – if you do an LTO, you make no sales, then right. You have some pro- some other stuff to work on. So this should like hopefully make most of the sales but then point all of us in a direction. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, so let's – I'm going to outline my take on this, and I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on this, anything that you do that's a little bit different. Um, but Sweet. again, this is a, okay, I need cash now sale. This yeah. is not so much, a, okay, I've been running my business successfully for a long time, and it's January, and I need, a fir- I need to run a first quarter promotion. What should I do? Because, again, you can use a limited time offer to sell all kinds of things in all kinds of ways. This is a – this is a I need to pay some bills right now approach and really simply. And again, this is the this is the strategic overview. The technical stuff is in that lesson. I keep calling it free. It's a dollar um, because my system requires me to do that a dollar to check it out. Um, and you can download it and view it later or any anything like that. And there's an unsubscribe link in the sidebar of, of the members area. So, you know, no, 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 no hidden um, tricks or, or anything there. Um, but uh Go and take everything that you've got of value, 
about your everything just so what what can you put together into you want to create the biggest package possible part of the reason limited time offers work and director to fan marketing works and remind me to go over the streaming just like spotify kind of stats uh, before we're done as well but because those were funny um, in terms of the amount of money people are making um but uh the the uh, I've completely lost my train of thought on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, take the, the benefit of these limited time offers. Is you can make real money. You know, a sale could mean 30, 40, $50 as opposed to getting a dollar or two at a time when going for tips. Um, and even, you know, obviously fractions of a penny when, when doing traditional streaming. So, take everything that you can put together whether that if you if your musician has been doing this for a long time you've got 10 albums take 10 albums uh if you've got uh, one album and a t-shirt and a lyric book uh, anything that you can put together ideally um don't mix formats i just said t-shirt and dig and album i wouldn't recommend mixing physical with digital um you can but i, I don't i, I, I agree I'm, it's confusing and you also lose the ability to send media mail when you start to to when you start mixing t-shirts in and stuff yeah yeah so i would i would i would probably uh stick with the all physical offer or the all digital offer um but anything that you can put together old demos videos things that are not available ideally elsewhere uh well i i I take that back. They can be available elsewhere. You can take all the albums that you've ever put out that are completely available everywhere. But in addition to that, finding old old tracks, video yeah, when, it, when it comes to videos, great. unreleased Those videos, extras, yeah, that, that always works great. Go, yeah. So talking about like your whole catalog, yeah. Like here. if I'm an artist and I've recorded five CDs, all five of those CDs, and then if I can, like on my computer hard drive. Totally. I have like a demo of this and I have a live track of this. I'm going to get those together too yeah. somehow. Totally. Ma like make sure it doesn't hurt your brand. You know, you don't want to give away crap. You don't want to give away that stuff that is going to make a fan go, ooh, I don't actually like this. But the stuff that fans will potentially like, the stuff that is worthy of your of your name and brand. Put it together. Go into something like Canva. Uh, Canva is a great free design tool. Create graphics. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, create graphics for each one of these products. So one of the things I like to do, rather than going and offering, let's say you've got 20 old songs that you never released but you're proud of, I wouldn't probably lit create a single for each one of those. I'd probably go and create, uh, I don't know, four different, five different four song EPs, put them into groups. It, it increases the perceived value when it's a collection with all, with some artwork and a name. It makes it easier to listen to. It makes it, it easier to consume. It does. And it, and we want to give people a lot, but I don't know. Somehow when I, if I, if I was to look at, 20 product graphics and each one was just a song that would i don't know not seem quite as appealing to me I, as i'm not even uh processing it anymore yeah exactly point. exactly it's too much now are you looking for john like a do you have a price point in mind so i don't have a specific price point in mind but i would say around 30 bucks is the sweet spot um but i think you can push it as well um you know uh i would say for something like this again in the spirit of trying things Take as much stuff as you can, put a fair retail value on that, and and what I'm going to suggest is we cut it in half. So look, if you've got 20 albums and it's $200 worth of, you call it 10 bucks an album, call that 200 bucks. Should you sell? $99. Yeah, you know, try it. Try it for 99 bucks. Um, that is a bit 
high. It's higher than I have a lot of experience with for music. And I uh, like it though. Yeah. I, I mean, like it, but that's 20 albums. I mean, that's yeah. a big That's not going to happen very often. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I, I, this, the, the deal, the proposition, the selling proposition here has to be undeniably great. Um, right. For it, not for every LTO, but for the emergency LTO, it has to be undeniably great. So I like 50% off. It's, it's a huge discount. It sounds like a huge discount. 20% on two albums. I say, four dollars that doesn't really excite me but yep. but six albums for for 29.95 that's a pretty good deal um and uh you can you could do options you could do a physical package and a digital package if you want but do the same discount across both you can add shipping and handling of course uh onto the um the physical uh, to cover your costs uh, but I wouldn't I wouldn't try to pad that uh, on something like this. I wouldn't try to pad the shipping and handling. So you don't want to create resistance once people um, get to the shopping cart page. Again, I, I think padding has its place when you're doing free for shipping and handling, but not in an offer like this, because then they might go back and look at the, the digital option as a more affordable option. Uh, and you don't want to confuse people. You want to get, get to that sale. Uh, and then you want to, for something that for, again, the emergency LTO, I often do three days, but for something like this, I'd probably do four days. I'd start it on a Monday. I'd finish it on a Thursday. Uh, that's the sweet spot. Fridays are usually not so great. Although right now with everybody home, it probably matters less. Um, but I'd still stick with Monday through Thursday because people are in their work routines, probably even if they are at home. Every uh, ounce of data I have uh, yeah. agrees very fully with you. Yeah. Monday through Thursday are the days. Yeah, totally. And uh, I, I would draft an email. Uh, for, first off, we we want to we kind of conceptualize this. Like, what's the reason that you're doing this? And how are you going to communicate to your list? All of this should be consistent with you, your personality and your brand. If you're a... If you're a brooding, quiet type, don't be a cheesy mattress salesman. Um, tr frankly, cheesy mattress salesman <laughs> works pretty well when it comes to marketing. But but be on brand with the way you communicate with your list. Um, but come up with the big reason why. Why are you doing this? Is this to say thank you for their support? Are you going to address the COVID-19 situation and say, you you know, times are hard for musicians and so you, you're, you're putting together a special offer that's good for them and good for you? How are you going to frame this? Be honest, find something that makes, um, uh, makes sense and, uh, and, and craft an initial email. Start with one email that basically, uh, tells it that, right out of the gate starts with the offer like hey josh uh i am currently offering every album i've ever recorded you know uh plus some unreleased material at 50 percent off uh for uh four days only uh, mm -hmm. uh order it here before this rare offer expires uh link then b back up and explain what you're doing and why I'm doing this because, and then explain, give a little context. Um, and I think your idea is good. Uh, a thank you is cool. And I think it's also totally fine to ask for help. And I think yeah. it could be effective. I was totally screwed by the coronavirus. We were going to go on tour. We're not. So we're offering this instead. We think it's a win-win. I think both those angles work fine. Absolutely. And, and, and obviously 
there are other times in life that have nothing to do with COVID-19 where you may want to run these kind of specials uh, and circum- you'll just have to you, uh, set it up based on your circumstances at that time. But the thank you one, you're thanking the fans in general. Hey, look, thanks for your support. I'm going to uh, uh, something put me, you know, a letter I got the other day, put me in a good mood. I'm going to do I'm going to run this this discount as my way of saying thanks for the support. I've never done something this steep before and I'm I'm I, Probably will never do it again. Again, mean everything you say. Don't, don't, don't fluff it up with. And I want to go back for a second on something mm. you said, and just like focus in on it. Uh, you, you, it was a really good, and you said it kind of off the cuff, but it's a real big key to copywriting, in my opinion. Mm. What you said was like, I got a letter the other day. It made me feel real good, and that's why. I think it's like a that's a piece that musicians. It's so hard to focus in on. It's like, mm. why am I doing this? Because I want to make money. Why am I doing this? Because I'm a musician. But those aren't the whys we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and you do that so naturally when when you can start finding that in your writing, you know, these that anecdote can be it's better if it's true. But what's really important is that it's authentic. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think also there's something that happens when you start engaging more. This stuff becomes more obvious. A lot of musicians are protective. We have egos. We're shy. Uh, well, we're we're shy when it comes to putting ourselves out there and asking for sales. We don't want to be perceived as cheesy. Our reputations are very, very important to us, and so we're careful and we and we stay withdrawn. But when you start and and so finding those reasons why or those things oh, to feels, blog about. It feels weird, but I know I, there's a philosophy I repeat all the time to my band, and I say it to other musicians. People want to help you, mm. but they don't know how. You right. need to tell them. You right. need to tell them how to help you. Totally. They, you, they don't know how to help you. They think Spotify is helping you. Right. It's true. Whatever. It's true. It's true. Um, I've seen some of the more successful copy I've seen is when people just straight up say, we make nothing from Spotify, and most people don't realize that. And if you want to support our band, please, you know, back us on Patreon or buy an album. Or And I should I should extend that definition. These LTOs, it could be a Patreon campaign. It can be anything. It can be a Kickstarter campaign. You can any kind of sale-based thing. And if you want to do one of those other things, if you want to do Patreon, you still need to incentivize it. That's the whole thing with the LTO, giving a limited time incentive. So if you wanted to run Patreon for four days, come up with some amazing bonus package, something Absolutely. really worth little ideas in there stuff that you don't even need to create that mm. we've started doing that people love like vip zoom meeting yeah, password yeah. protected you know everybody who signs up we're gonna hang out there's it's so important to offer something unique ideally you said it before john like ideally something that isn't always available yeah like if you took all the your old demos assuming they were cool and interesting and something that the fans would care about because your music you know uh uh, is appropriate for them. you know if you're a pop artist the old demos may not sound as interesting to the right, fans but right. if you're a, if you're an alt you're rock songwriter yeah yeah if you're alter well I, I was thinking of I mean this is a pretty old reference now but like PJ Harvey released her albums as an actual commercial release because she was an alternative rock artist who who and and that kind of thing the garage demos were really consistent with that Nirvana you know had several um, songs released that were from sessions like that and it's yeah. it's really interesting to that audience so if it's appropriate for your audience. All, you could you could string everything together, cr- call it the the demo or the basement sessions or whatever you wanted to call it. Not available anywhere else. Everyone who backs me on Patreon over the next four days um, will get a free copy. Uh, just please allow uh, up to twenty four hours after signing up, and then as those new members come in, you just send it to them. 
I love that. Anyway, that's so, a great one. so yeah, you can expand this. This is totally flexible. But getting back to that email structure. So craft that initial, come up with the reason why, craft that initial email. It starts with the offer. State what you're doing. So within five seconds of reading, they know what is happening and there's a link. Then back up, tell them the reason why you're doing what, what, uh, you're doing and give them a link and then um, maybe tell them everything that they're going to get or stress the time scarcity scarcity and give them a link and thank them again for their support uh, regardless of whether or not they're in a position to help acknowledge certainly if you're doing this as part of the COVID-19 thing wish well acknowledge the circumstances you know it, it should all be handled tastefully and respectfully um, you don't want to be twisting arms psychologically uh, speaking right now do it all in a healthy, balanced manner. Um, and then, to, again, I'm just trying to simplify this. The, the next, you're going to send out an email every single day. And if you're not used to this, it's going to feel weird. Um, and, and sometimes I warn people in that first email. Yeah. That can that can work. That's a sometimes. Oh, that's interesting. Do. Yeah, tell me about that. What do you, what language you do know, you use? Ever, I, I would say something like, uh, after your why, which mm -hmm. is right on, I would say, so... You know, this is in the next over the next four days. We're going to be doing this, so you're going to get an email from me yeah, over the next yeah. four days. You won't. Sometimes I even go further and say, like NPR might. You won't. There's a special pro tip, or I say something like that. Mm -hmm. You won't get an email from me every day if you buy it right now. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Um, well, yeah, that's I like that. I like that. That sets people up and makes it all again more more tasteful. Um, but what all I do on the remaining emails? So again, we got four four days of emails, one a day. I usually send them out around uh, around like eight forty five, nine o'clock East Coast time. Um, sometimes I, I play with this, but I like the idea is to get it in front of people uh, as they're kind of getting into their day. That's the optimal it's interesting. time. Do you mess around with? Um, time zone. I don't my personally with like no. changing the time zone for each uh, receiver. And well, then do, what about like letting your, your letting a Weber pick a time? I, I, a Weber doesn't have that option of letting them pick a time. Um, and you can't with, uh, with broadcasts with, with automated emails, you can, but with uh, broadcasts, you can't send out to people based on their individual time zone. So, I, so it's just one or the other. And so, so no, you do 8 a.m. East coast, which makes sense to me uh, about around eight thirty nine o'clock. I change it virtually on every email by a little bit. Um, and yeah. every once in a while I try later. Sometimes I'm going, nah, I feel like this needs to be an eight thirty. uh, West Coast, for whatever reason, I don't know. It's just a feeling thing, you know. Like when yeah. you're when you're out there fishing, sometimes you just know you got to throw the line over by that rock for some odd reason, and that's you, know, you just do. Um, so there's a little variability there, but if you need a time, I'd say go around. Let's call it eight thirty Eastern. Um, if you're and in then the US. for for these middle emails, I I use a trick because the first one I think is a little more obvious, and mm -hmm. so is the last one. Mm -hmm. For the middle emails, I like to use this trick that I learned from a guy named Travis Sago called. Um, symptomatic messaging or whatever, mm -hmm. symptomatic marketing. And what I do, it makes it a lot easier for me to write an email because sometimes it's like you're staring at this blank screen. You're like, oh, sure. what do I send them today? I think of the, try to think of, it's weird with music. First I'll do it with a lawnmower real quick, right? Like the problem is your grass is long. The solution is the lawnmower, right? The symptom, there's lots of symptoms of the problem. Like your wife's mad at you because the grass is too long or the kids can't play baseball on the grass, right? That's, and, and what I'm talking about is a problem, solution, symptom. So when we bring it back to music, right, like the problem could be anything. The solution is the music. Mm -hmm. And then the symptom is the symptom of that problem. 
So I like to use the symptom in as my subject to draw people in. Right. So like if I was, I might say the problem is I'm hearing the same damn music over and over again on the radio. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. the symptom is screaming at the top of my lungs at my car radio. And that's right. my subject. Uh, and, nice. I like that. And that's a lot of times how I craft the middle emails because the first and the last one are a little bit more obvious. Right. We're starting the thing. We're ending the thing. Right. I should have probably acknowledged that for, for the first one, for something like this, I would use something pretty simple. I like using first names in the emails. It gets people's attention. So it might just be like Josh hyphen thank you if, if I was using the thank you approach. Um, and or if, if I'm the help approach, even simple too, Josh, I need your help. Exactly, exactly. Um, and uh, with the with the emails in the middle, again, just to simplify, there's the, I, I love your suggestion. I think you're getting into slightly more advanced copywriting there, which is great if people want to start uh, trying to apply that themselves there. But the approach that I am suggesting or handing out is is a pretty basic one in that, again, I'm just trying to give a one-size-all simple-to-execute strategy. You take that first email and you're going to basically copy it and paste it into four days worth of emails and you're going to change up the first paragraph in each one to um, and and you're going to make it, uh, I guess, um, time specific. So if the first one was I've got this offer um, here's the link. The second one might be, I'm hoping by, um, that you had a chance to, or I'm following up to see if you got yesterday's email. I'm currently running. And then you're pretty much into the same exact email. You do change it up. And the more you want to change it up, the better. But I use a lot of repetition. And Ain't nothing wrong with any of that. I mean, I had said earlier, if LTL goes well with me, I'll just do it again. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah. ain't nothing wrong with what you're describing. Well, I've heard it said as a stand-up comedy thing. I forget now who said it. I think I... Yeah, I think I've heard a few. I f- think I've heard this quote credited to. Tell them what you're going to say. Yeah. Say it. Tell yeah, them what you said. Yeah, who said that originally? It's tell them. Tell I don't them. know, but I say it all the time. Yeah, tell them what you're <laughs> going to tell them. Tell them, and then tell them what you told them. And yeah. and I I stick with that a lot in marketing. People get too subtle. People are barely reading. You know, they're opening, they're scanning, they're seeing if it's something they want more than they're actually reading, and so they're missing a lot of it. And there's really no harm in kind of saying the same thing over. I could probably have success sending the exact same email every you, single you day. Would. Yeah. You would. You and, would. Yeah. And, and just to, I did dive in the weeds there for a minute of, of copywriting, which if you want to go further, definitely like research it and you know you can make yourself better there. But I will say, don't get into the weeds so much where you stop writing it. Mm. The most important thing is you do the LTO for everyone out there. Yeah. Write the emails, send it out. Like, yeah. Yeah. So if you needed somehow you got to get over the fear, which I totally. know it's scary. Totally. If you I needed if you needed four subject lines, again, keeping things simple, it might be John. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, the next one might be uh, something about ooh, what could it be? I should I should check my notes because I've I've got some templates in the training, but I don't have them right in front of me. Um, uh, it could be I have cheater ones when you're lost. Like if you're following up with somebody, you could just be like, "Did you see that?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get that email yeah. yesterday, or even your subject line from the first day forwarded or replied. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking at my templates while while you're talking to see if I can find uh, what I actually wrote, rather than coming up with some second rate um, sort of riff. The I third mean, one would be easy to just say tomorrow's the last day. Yeah, and that's here, here. Here's what I've actually got in my in my uh, LTO campaign emails. 
I've got uh, first name, thank you. I've got uh, first name, don't miss out. I've got nice. first name, last day for the discount. Um, and of course, the email body is saying tomorrow is the last day for the discount. And then the last one is uh, first name, final notice. So I'm using the first name in every single email in this. It, it works. It, it does. And you don't want to overplay it, uh, but because it is so effective, you'll lose. But this is an emergency strategy. So let's use every tool that we can. Final notice is the last subject line is big and scary uh, so you don't want to overplay that but this is an emergency so play that card oh it, it works and I, I can, can I I know I'm always dragging us somewhere uh, <laughs> I just uh, I, the thought really occurs to me like if this does work for you right mm -hmm. you get more sales than usual I, I, I don't know what John will say here but I think the next week you could do it again and <laughs> yeah. you could implement from my perspective very similar things that John is talking about and then you can get into just little email things that reinvigorate opens like changing up the from name maybe to other people in your band or adding forwards and replies to certain stuff. Yeah, well, oh. that's a, I think I, uh, one, there is a slight difference between how you go about things and how I go about th uh, things. And I really respect the way you go about things. Like I... I do get a little, I, I couch my, my behavior sometimes. I'm a little more cautious than you are. I don't go as quite as hard as you do, but, but there is an old marketing, all the marketing guys that I learned from and respect, they go hard and they go and hard. I don't hard them. They're insane. <laughs> <laughs> They're crazy. But they do, but they do it because it gets better results. They'll, you hear it said all the time, you know, your sales are going to be in direct proportion to the number of times you ask for the sale. So if, you, if you're it's not true. emailing, you're not making money and you will, you do run the risk of burning people out more uh, with an aggressive approach, but you also make more money. So it's a balancing act and it's also a personal comfort level, whatever works for you. So I, it's, it's more of a balancing act for our industry than others. A lot of is, those email marketers can just burn through brands. That's totally. not what we're trying to do. Totally. I, I personally probably don't run more than one promotion um, a month and that would even be aggressive for me. Um, I like a three to one ratio, a week of promotion. And then the next three weeks you're sending out a single email with some some just shit free content, you know, something. Yeah. And let me, let me throw in a tip for that. That's been working great for me for the past, like six, eight weeks. Shout out to Addison Rice. Um, great copywriter gave me this tip. Uh, I've been writing like emails with, you know, just content or anecdote, like no sales, nothing. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. And at the end is a PS mm -hmm. and it's called like the super signature. Mm -hmm. And I just, it just says after my name and I just a PS on all of our non LTO emails. Right. 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 And it just says, hey, if you want to like the empty pockets to rock your life more, here are four ways. And then the four ways are increasingly uh, intense, right? Mm -hmm. The first one's like follow us on Bands in Town. The second one's like listen to us on Spotify. The third one's like get our free CD. And the fourth one's like join our membership, right? I like that. But just in a month, we've done like 80 free CDs, you know, tons of Spotify followers and like that was like nine memberships or something just yeah. from the super signature, never yeah. asking for a sale. So That's great. just That's... thrown out there. And what kind of content are you putting in those those general emails? How my day went, a link to a I was thinking about the random shit. I, mm -hmm. I put a link to a Huey Lewis in the news music video and talked about it. I mean, like <laughs> literally my mind and I'm yeah, so comfortable yeah. with our list now as you were describing. You actually once said to me. You know, once you get used to writing it and your list gets over 10,000, you'll start to have a relationship with it that you don't get yet. And now mm -hmm. I have that and feel that. So I just like 
pick up my computer and write to my list like I'm writing to my friend. Yeah, yeah. So so really blogging, but doing it via just email, no links to click away. Uh, yeah, and sometimes I do links to click away to anything now because I'm not worried about the sales for that. I would never put a link to someone else's YouTube in yeah. an LTO. Sure, sure, totally. Good stuff. That's great stuff. So anyway, I'm watching the clock the whole time we're talking, kind of going, we need to be careful because we'll, yeah, we we'll, I think, <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked for less than like three hours. Um, but, but, uh, but that in a nutshell. Oh, and so, yeah, I gave you those subject lines and the, I'm taking the same email each time the, and I'm just giving it a read over. I'm changing up the first paragraph each time and I'm reading through looking for little opportunities. As I get into the third and the fourth email, I'm stripping it down a little bit. I'm taking out um, some of the setup for some of the chunks or some of the explanation by the third and the fourth email. I know they know why. So I'm sticking with the data data. You know, I'm not so much telling them I'm doing this to say thank you. Um, I'm more just saying the time is running out. You know, I'm, I'm just getting straight to the, the main triggers. The triggers are, you know, here's what I'm offering. Uh, here's the circumstances. I, time is running out. Uh, and, you know, some kind of. And I would have, if you have a unique thing, I would. Try to take those moments and emphasize the unique thing. Yeah. So, I, right, what the triggers are like the price is extraordinary, is what you're saying. Totally, totally. And absolutely, the, it's it's not going to last forever. And then hopefully, there's a unique thing, right? It's the demos, it's the hangout on Zoom, it's whatever it is you're offering. Absolutely. And yeah, you definitely want to have in those emails, uh, especially the first two, in my opinion, you want to have a breakdown of here's what you're going to get, um, or or even just a click here to see what you're going to get as one of the yeah, call I don't mind the description being on the sales page yeah, even no, ever. And as actually, as I'm saying that in this particular, these, the series of templates that I'm putting together in this free lesson or the $1 lesson, um, I am doing exactly that. It's a, it's a link to click away to see what you're going to get. Um, but one other important thing we haven't, I guess, talked about is the, is the sales page itself. So what I strongly recommend is creating a page on your site with no links to lots of stuff. You know, musicians love sharing their stuff. So they rarely, unless they go through my programs, they rarely take my advice and and set up a, a non-distracting site option. The more options, or should rephrase that and say the less options, as a general rule, the less options you present people with, the more likely they are to take the option you want them to take. So if you're sending people to a page where they can buy your stuff, but they also look up in the nav bar and they see links to your music videos and your shop and your blog and all this kind of stuff, Good chance they're going to start clicking around. They're going to get lost. We want to send them to a sales page. It's just a simple page without distractions. You don't even need the header if you don't want it. You don't need that nav bar. Should have a the footer. The uglier, the better. It's the uglier, yeah. the better. It, it really is. And if I could piggyback on this right here, John, yeah. like one of my pet peeves of musician emails in general and just communication is too many mm, things. Definitely. Don't cheat on this LTO template. Yeah. It's only this. Don't say, you can't cheat and say tomorrow and then add whatever other thing you want to talk about. It's going <laughs> to, do you know what I'm saying? Like, totally. like, like take your template and then like, and blue vinyl. Like, no, yeah, it's just yeah. one thing. We're yeah. doing, we're focused on this one thing and that's it. One thing. We always want to try to, 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 Force people to say yes or no. I, this is an analogy I've never really used towards music, but it's just popped into my head. Hopefully it makes sense when it comes out of my mouth. But I heard once um, the best way to to motivate a stubborn person, or let, let's use, a, this was done using a bull. It was an analogy for people, but using a bull as an example. You want to get a bull to move forward. You can try and grab it by its nose ring and pull it. Um, but good luck with that. You're going to have a really hard time um, getting that bull to do what you wanted to do. The best way to get the bull to move forward is to box it in. 
uh, on three sides. And so its only option is to go forward. So no, yeah. no pulling, no trampling, just limit its options. And it's going to, you know, it, it can either stand still yeah, or like, it can go forward. And I know it's when you're writing an email. I, I, it's so true that that's so true. Like if we, if you put in a link to your new music video mm-hmm. in the LTO email, it's not going to be as effective. Definitely. Definitely. You limit options, you increase the chance they're going to take, take the option that you want them to take. So simple sales page. Again, I, my students know I have a music marketing manifesto website template that you can use, but you can, you can create your own, uh, very easily. Uh, if you've got a theme or a site that you already like, it wouldn't take much to have, if you're not a coder or designer to have somebody come in and quickly, um, strip, you know, creates a little bit of code to strip the page. So it displays the way you want it to. Uh, I use Google. I once emailed them to do that and they did it the next day for me for free. They just stripped it. Awesome. Awesome. So, so yeah, lots of ways to achieve it. I've got examples in the, in the lesson I keep referencing in the insider circle. Um, and I use a countdown timer. I strongly recommend it. I use WordPress. So I use one designed for WordPress, uh, uh, called countdown dynamite. They They just work. Yeah, they work great. And they, they will will expire the page at whatever time you set it to expire. So you'd set it to expire on Thursday at midnight in this example, if your promotion is starting on Monday. And this is, you don't need to set it for four days because we want it to expire for everybody on the same date. This is a real time broadcast, not an automated, um, uh, funnel kind of LTO. So you set it for a date and a time instead of days. Instead of days. Yes. If it's in a funnel, if it's automated, I'm setting it for a number of days. If it's, if you're designing like a journey that starts on their day one, but in this case, just this is a real time event. It's happening from Monday to Thursday. This also makes it easier to promote on social media because we're going to echo everything we're doing in email on our social media feeds or, and, and, you know, if you're pumping a bunch of stuff on social media saying it expires tomorrow and they're clicking in it for the first time, it's, it's not ideal because that. If any of, um, yeah, that's, and if any of you are on bands in town, what I like to do is send an email out in the morning and then I use my bands in town and send a message out through bands in town on some of the nights. Mm, I like that. I like that. They have a, they have a, you know, because it'll ping different people from a different it's a whole different thing if you're in, if you're going in somebody's spam on your email maybe their bands in town sitting in your inbox yeah yeah i like that so so again setting it to expire on a certain date at a certain time which would be thursday at midnight go with pacific because that'll give you the if you're in the u.s it'll give you the most number of hours and you'd be surprised you'll see a lot of sales come in in that last hour it happens the every last single three time. hours you could do half yeah i've yeah. done half in the last three hours. That's a lot. I've not seen half, but I've definitely seen a lot of sales come in in those, those even the last, even five minutes, you know, it's amazing. And then I see people that let, open up the page right before it expires just, just to, so they can order it, you know, 10 minutes after it actually expires. Cause they've got the, they've, if my page expires, well, that'll even open the shopping cart link and leave it, it'll leave it, it, it there. Open. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, yeah. if you use the page expiration script, it actually won't leave it open. It'll, it'll, it'll redirect, but uh, they'll open the shopping cart link and leave, leave their shopping cart open and that won't expire. Very clever. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so so run it four day the sales page, you use the timer, it expires at a certain page, you send people to a sorry, this is no longer available, but you can get the items at a normal retail price here, and you run it for four days. You send out those emails, you echo those emails with posts on your social media feeds, posting every single day, boosting those posts. Well, not you boosting, go into your ads manager and create an actual ad so that you can create yes, call to action buttons. Me. Yeah. Boosting and not as effective as creating a proper ad within your ads manager. Um, and it would be a great time to, to combine these two things we were talking about. 
It's not that uh, it'd be a great time to go live in the middle of that. Sure, you know, absolutely. Tuesday would now that's a good time to go live, not for the tips, but we'll take the tips. Yeah, but to talk about this too. Absolutely, you know, maybe play a song or two from the package. That's the time to go live. Yeah, and you could you could either just do that on its own, or you could send out a second email in one day. Um, yeah, uh, something I've I've always been shy to do, but I've been doing a, a lot more lately, and it frankly works great. Works. Uh, yeah, always see more sales, um, especially it, it's not as ideal, I don't think, when it's the same message, um, you know, uh, but but something like I'm going live right now uh, is a completely different message. And, and I would do that. Would you agree? I would do that on the Tuesday or the Wednesday. If we're talking a Monday through Thursday promo, I would try to do that on the Tuesday or the Wednesday. I for like my taste. I like. Yeah, I like the Wednesday, I think. But um, but yeah, the Tuesday is fine. Um, I definitely wouldn't do it on the Thursday or the Friday. The, no. the I mean, the Monday or the Friday. I, I would not speak. Monday or the Thursday. Um, but, but either, yeah, either the Tuesday or the Wednesday and I would do it more in the afternoon. So the morning promo goes out, the sales start to stop and then you come out with the live stream, um, you know, again, more afternoon, early evening. And this is and, a nice little uh, promo we've put together. Yeah, here. it is. It People is. Fun. And Hey, if it's going really well and, and you've sent out Thursday's morning email and you're like, man, I did great today. My numbers are fantastic, which they often are. Well, no, I don't extend. I like to stay legit. I like to stick by what I say. Um, I, that's part of my thing. So I respect that. <laughs> so I don't. I don't do it, but I respect. Yeah, it. I don't. I don't extend. <laughs> I stick with my offers. But um, but I like to send out a second email, uh, the second part of the the last day, saying just a few hours left. Um, that has worked really well for me when it's going well. If the promotion's a flop. Uh, or my the list is so small, I might save that. I might not send that second email um, because, look, I just don't have a big, I made one sale. It's not worth burning the list for one additional sale. But hey, if I made $1,000 earlier that morning and I think I'm going to make a, another $500 by emailing twice, then then I wouldn't hesitate to do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, so that's that's the outline for the limited time offer that uh, the emergency LTO that I would put together. It's very similar to the LTO in Music Marketing Manifesto. The difference is that it's one, it's four days, it's not three. The reason why is is potentially quite different. Um, it's a steeper discount. Uh, oh, the, did I, did I say this already? Product image. You want to have a product image for yeah. everything. Go into Canva, create images, put one big image together on that sales page so people can see all the stuff they're going to get that's really important make it look sexy yeah make it look valuable absolutely and and again all of this i know that this is a lot of technical stuff and and you might be getting it conceptually but a little lost in how to take the first step this is where that lesson that i put together comes in it's the emergency lto lesson uh it's in the insider circle it's the march lesson um in the insider circle uh and because of the current covid 19 outbreak i've just i've dropped the price to a dollar uh that'll give you 30 days to check it out again go to musicmarketingmanifesto.com forward slash emergency lto no hyphen just emergency and then the three letters lto uh, and I'll show you how to do it. You just watch over my shoulder. I give you an email uh, campaign. You can copy and paste the emails. And then again, as Josh pointed out, you, I really recommend you try to change them. If, if, you, if you can insert your own personality, it will be better. I even have a short code so you can just upload. If you use Aweber, you just hit a button and boom, all the emails are in your system and you can just kind of quickly tweak them and hit send. And Yeah, more important to just do it than customize it. If I, I had I, to choose. 
I agree. I agree. And 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 set up that quick page. If you don't know how to d design anything, you don't want to learn how. I have a lesson on how to do it in Canva. Everything is there. Everything you need. Yeah. The, the emails, the design, the sales page examples, the sales page code. If you use the MMM template, email your list and you'll make money. I should I should give this to everybody before they even start MMM because when you do this, most of you are gonna go. Holy shit! I just made yeah. I just made like a hundred fifty dollars. I've never sold an album in my life, yeah. uh, you know. And 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 even if you don't have a big mailing list and you can only go to social media, do it. Uh, and then advert. Oh, when I said uh, I think we got distracted there. Boost it, but uh, again, set up the ad campaign. Only target people that we call warm traffic. No point in going out to people that like Bob Dylan if you're a singer songwriter. They're not going to buy this. No, these people that have heard of you. Yeah, yes, this has please. to be people. So I upload my mailing list to, and I, and I I target people that are on my mailing list. You can. So that'll do, take a day or so. So mm -hmm. you got to do that a day before you start this. Only you if you if you don't know your way around it, it's probably take you or me 15 minutes. But you're right. If you don't know what you're doing, oh, to, to load oh, to, in to, to populate. To, sure, to sure. Populate. Yeah. You 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 can't be doing this like the first day right you want to do it uh, the day the in advance you're right you're right you know john as we're as we're i'm sorry go ahead i have a thought though well yeah so so target people who i target people who have been on my website and you again create a custom audience you should already have the pixel on your website if you don't get it up now i target anyone who's been on my website within a reasonable amount of time i target anyone sometimes i exclude people that have just landed on the on the squeeze page because they're not sure i only include interior you can target people who have interacted with your facebook page i do i target anyone who is engaged with my not just people who yep. like but people who have engaged no, uh, yes. and, and people who are on my mailing list and people who have been on uh, relevant or important pages uh, or possibly every page of my website uh, just depends kind of how big of an audience you're starting with um, and I think that's everything yeah, that's really it. and then I and then I, I just run the ads to those people I limit it to one dollar per 1,000 people in the audience uh, sometimes you can see that data sometimes you can't Do you limit the click cost there no, I don't put any limitations. I just I just go for it. Um, sometimes, though, if I'm paying too much, I will try reach as the objective instead of traffic. Uh, but let's keep it simple for most of you. Let's just go with traffic. Just get clicks. Um, and and again, just because I don't want to send people, I don't want to confuse people in other arenas. That dollar per one thousand people is my rule for warm traffic. When when advertising for cold traffic, which we're not doing right now, I stick with a dollar per ten thousand people. Um, but uh, that's for another day. And um, yeah, email every day, post on social every day, retarget warm traffic with limited scale ads. Again, a dollar per thousand people. So you're spending a small amount of money. Uh, run it for four days, turn off the ads, and uh, you're done emailing for the time being. And you sh almost if you have if you have created any sense of value in what it is that you do, you should see sales, and they should be just they should be significant based on whatever money you're used to earning. So you know because. Everybody out there, you're earning money based on the size of your existing audience. This is not. You know where you're at. Yeah, you know where you're at. This is not rocket science. You're not. If you have no following, you're not going to generate a thousand dollars. If you if you have a hundred people on your mailing list, you're not you're not going to generate a thousand dollars. But if you know if you it, so everything will be in in proportion. But if you only have a hundred people on your mailing list, chances are you've never made a cent. Yeah, so, you may be. Yeah, that's very very few. As we're wrapping up, John, I will say this. Um, I think I'm on 12 or 15 MMM members lists. So mm -hmm. I'd love to see 
these LTO emails come yeah. in on my personal inbox. Totally. And then I'll, I'll also say, if you're still listening, like you made it all the way through. So if anybody's still listening and they're going to do one of these, send me an email or a message. Just find me on socials and I'll try to lift that up at some point on our social and our. You'll you know try to li- lift the promo, you mean? The, the yeah, LTO? I'll try to lift the promo you'll, to a few people. You'll, re- you'll share it, you mean? Yeah, exactly. You Got know, it. if somebody's going to do an LTO and gets in touch with me, we'll, sh- we'll you know, we'll share a few of those. I like uh, it. With our- I like it. Do the same with me and uh, get in touch and I'll share it on the Music Marketing Manifesto page. Get a little extra love out for you guys. That's a yeah, great you know, that's a great idea. A couple of sales. I love yeah, that. I like it. Totally. So so if you run an LTO, send us the link to the landing page, you know, in the Yeah, next... and I'll send mine to you, you send yours to me, and John and I can both lift them. So long as we're under lockdown, you know, people are gonna be listening to this in two years going, Hey, would you promote my stuff, Josh? Yeah. Um <laughs> but, so true. but as l- while lockdown as is long up, as we're in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and let's see what we can do. And I want to hear the numbers and I want to hear the percent, the honest percentage increase, I do too. you know, like I you, really want to hear how much did you make, you know, uh, compare it to something comparable, like the yeah, last, compared to your last album release. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the, yeah, depending, I mean, one promo shouldn't outperform your entire no, it shouldn't last outperform, album. but it'll give us some context. You know, if you sold 500 copies of an album, yeah. that's different. If you sold 20 last time, Yeah. No. Totally. you know, like. I want to hear the numbers too. Yeah. yeah, whether it's an increase in in uh, sales from from tipping, or whether it's an increase uh, from your last promotion, or whether it's a, a, an increase on, uh, yeah, like you say, I how many albums you sold over the last year. I really, I think those statistics are really important because it's one thing to say, oh, I made seventy dollars, which you know may sound impressive to some people and may not, but hey, if you've only ever sold one album on Bandcamp. That's a pretty significant. That's a that's a seven hundred percent increase, or is that eight hundred? Yeah. I always get confused on the percentage increases. Um, but uh, so big ass increase, or, or is it? It's a big ass increase. Um, so so that's that's the number that I want to hear. Get in get into share that share that share those links and then follow up with the data. We we want to hear about it. Josh and I will 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 reshare it and get the word out. So. Awesome. Um, Josh, any final, anything I've left out, any final words to share about running a uh, limited time offer to make emergency cash? I think the big thing is you do it and let's get some results. Yeah. That's the only way to get some results. You got to do it. I, I don't know how far you're willing to dive in or capable right now with your time emotionally, psychologically. I totally get it. But yeah. let's all do one of these. Mm, definitely. Definitely. Great stuff. Thanks so much uh, for being here, Josh. It's always uh, a lot of fun. Um, we should do it again. Yeah, dude. Great chatting with you. Stay safe in New Zealand, man. Thanks. Yeah, you too. Peace. Take care. All right. Once again, that was Josh Solomon from The Empty Pockets. Thank you, Josh, for joining us. And uh, thank you, listeners, for for listening today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you got a lot out of it. I hope you go and take a crack at trying a limited time offer and uh, do get in touch and let us know how it goes for you. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what kind of results you see uh, from running one of these emergency LTOs. Now, if you'd like to take advantage of the $1 offer that I put together on the insider circle once again you can do so by going to musicmarketingmanifesto.com forward slash emergency lto that's forward slash emergency lto 
that'll get you access to the insider circle for one dollar for the first 30 days you can cancel at any time again you can take advantage of uh, over a hundred music marketing uh, training lessons you can get the uh, the the video lesson, the emergency LTO video lesson. It's a sort of 90-minute mini course that I put together uh, that's there in the Insider Circle. We discussed it, obviously, in the interview. You can get access to that. And you can take part in the weekly coaching calls that uh, we'll be holding uh, each week in the members area. And you can go out and make yourself stronger, um, learn some new skills, and get ready to hit the ground running when all of this is over. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Thank you again, Josh, for being on the show. And uh, do take care. Be safe. Be healthy. uh, And uh, hang in there. We will all get through this. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Music Marketing Manifesto podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can market your music using the direct-to-fan strategies discussed on this show, then head on over to musicmarketingmanifesto.com and sign up for your free copy of the Music Marketing Blueprint. Once again, that's musicmarketingmanifesto.com.